debt isn't necessarily a bad thing. How you relate to it and how you are interacting with it will determine your experience. Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, your one-stop shop for all things personal, spiritual, and professional development. My name is Emily Chabwan, and I'm a mindset coach, a digital course creator, and still, even to this day, a wannabe Spice Girl. I am also excellent at helping women transform their lives and boom their businesses. And in this series, we'll be covering a wide range of topics to help you do just that. I recorded this episode live through my YouTube channel. And if you'd like to join me for a live broadcast, head to the show notes for all the details and subscribe to my YouTube channel so that you don't miss out on future videos. As for this episode, I'd love, love, love it if you could share the shit out of it. Subscribe if you're listening on iTunes, leave a review wherever you may be, and most importantly, enjoy it. Kind of half in my pyjamas and I'm clutching a hot water bottle. I wasn't necessarily planning on recording this video. Um, But I just got a PM through from somebody asking about debt and the process of manifestation and how we navigate debt when it comes to manifesting. Um, And my camera was set up and I was like, actually, this is a really interesting topic and I feel like I want to riff hard on it. So when it comes to, so I'm not a financial advisor, none of this is financial advice, Um, but I do want to talk about it when it comes to like energy. So is debt a bad thing? How do we feel about debt? And what's the forgiveness frame around debt? So debt is just debt. It doesn't mean anything until we put meaning on it. When it comes to how we experience the world, when it comes to manifestation, nothing has any meaning other than the meaning that we choose to apply to it. And the meaning that we choose to apply to something will have a massive effect in how we feel about it. And it's the feeling that creates the vibrational frequency. And it's that vibrational frequency that kicks off the process of manifestation. So let's say, for example, someone steals money from me. We'll keep on the money subject. Someone steals money from me. That is the experience that happens. That's just an experience, right? It's not a good experience. It's not a bad experience until I determine that it is a good experience or a bad bad experience. So I'm going to determine it's a bad experience. I'm going to make that mean that Other people can't be trusted with money. Money is unsafe. People do bad things with money. That is the set of stories that I'm going to create around this experience, which is just an experience. Those stories, I'm then going to repeat to myself over and over and over again. I'm going to unconsciously seek out evidence to support those stories. And I'm going to tell myself that story over and over and over again until it kind of comes, becomes my belief. It kind of solidifies itself as my truth that truth is going to give me a vibrational frequency, i.e. a feeling in myself whenever I think about money, whenever I'm talking to somebody else about money, I'm going to feel unsafe. I'm going to feel like, ooh, this feels gross. That's the vibration that I then put out into the universal soup. And according to science, the law of attraction, whatever I put out on a vibrational frequency will come back to me through people, opportunities, experiences, and circumstances. And so I'm going to continue to self-perpetuate. I'm going to continue to be my own self-fulfilling prophecy. And I'm going to continue to create a reality and a paradigm for myself where money makes me feel unsafe. 
The same can be said with debt. Like, debt is just debt. It's not a good thing or a bad thing. You might have decided it's a bad thing because your parents told you off for being in debt or because you have decided that you are now the sort of person that's not responsible enough to have money. But really, debt is just debt. And like I said, like I'm not a financial advisor, this is not financial advice. But when it comes to creating a life for ourselves where money is abundant and money is safe and money is something that we can play with and money is something that we can enjoy and money is something that we can trust and money comes to us in increasing abundance in increasing abundance and increasing amounts and it creates us uh, um, it, it creates a reality where we can have beautiful wonderful engaged and connected experiences as a result of money and a lot of people have money and don't have that experience a lot of people have money and just have full scarcity and worry and doubt and anxiety around it so it's not about the actual having of the money it's about how we relate to the money it's about the experiences that we can create with the money and how we relate to those and that will all be based on how you think about money how you feel about money which will be based on your past experiences and the stories that you have created as a result of those past experiences so when it comes to debt for example I got myself into loads of debt when I was like in my early 30s and I wasn't making any money and I was waiting tables and I had these credit cards and it took me a while to pay off the debt and when I first started making money in my business it became really evident to me that I I couldn't just spend everything that I was making on clearing that debt because it wouldn't make me feel good it didn't feel fun. I knew that I had to spend some of the money that I was making on clearing the debt, but I also had to spend some of the money on going out and enjoying myself and buying myself beautiful things and rewarding myself for the hard work that I was putting in to create the business success that I was creating. And I've seen a lot of people who when they're in debt, all they do is funnel all of their money to debt, all of their money to debt. And it feels like they end up spending longer in debt than the people who yes pay off their debt and are responsible with their debt but also give themselves permission to enjoy the money that they have and i think that's because if all of your do if all you're doing is paying off all of your debt paying off all of your debt and you are like berating yourself in that action you're feeling bad about yourself you're not giving yourself the opportunity to enjoy the experience of money you're creating this paradigm for yourself where like you're working really hard and you've kind of got nothing to show for it because everything is going into paying off the debt then you're gonna have a kind of like resistance energy to more money coming to you. Whereas I just found that like, as long as I was paying off my debt and enjoying the experience of having money at the same time, more and more money came to me. So that's how I chose to pay off my debt. That was unique to me. I'm not saying that that's how you should pay off your debt, but like I refused to tell myself the story that I was bad for having debt. I think for a while I told myself that once I was out of debt, I would never get into debt again. And that remained my story because I think I had made the debt mean that I probably wasn't very responsible with money or that getting into debt was bad or that once I was in debt that it would get out of control again. So I took my past experience and I projected it through expectation into my future. And of course, when we project anything through expectation, we're much more likely then to manifest that expectation. So recently when I was talking to my financial planner, and of course I have a financial planner because I think that's the smart thing to do as much as I talk all day and every day about the energy of money and I'm really passionate about the energy of money, I'm also very aware that like I wanna be smart with my money and I wanna be educated about my money. So I have an expert to help me with 
with that. I have a really good accountant. I have a great financial planner. And I was talking to my financial planner the other day about um, using credit cards because I travel so much. He said it would be just a really useful thing to like get points and then you just, you know, pay off the um, the credit at the end of every month so that, you know, your balance is always low or zero. Um, and my first reaction was like, oh, no, that feels like really uncomfortable to me. And so I had to explore that. I was like, well, what story am I telling myself around getting into debt? And it all came back down to like, you know, the experience that I'd had and the story that I created around that experience. And I was like, well, actually, I'm a completely different person now. I'm really responsible with money. I'm a caretaker of money. I'm a custodian of money and money loves to play with me and I love to play with money and we have a really great relationship now. And so I get to forgive myself for who I was when I got into that debt. I get to recognize that I'm no longer that person. I get to live my learned lessons and now I get to create a new story for myself around debt which may very well see me get some credit cards because it's a smart thing to do to get lots and lots of points so that I can put those points towards travel and save myself money in the long run. So debt isn't a good thing and debt is not a bad thing. How we relate to debt will determine our experience of it. So you can relate to debt like it's a bad thing and it will be a bad thing. You can relate to debt like it's a good thing, you know, like anyone who owns a house with a mortgage is in debt, right? Like debt isn't necessarily a bad thing. How you relate to it and how you are interacting with it will determine your experience of it. My personal um, experience of debt is that I chose not to berate myself for being in debt. I chose not to be mean to myself about that because the stories that can come from that is you don't deserve money, you're not good with money, money doesn't feel safe with you, you're not safe with money. And of course, when we feel like that, we will continue to perpetuate that reality, both through the law of attraction, how we attract people, experiences, opportunities, and circumstance, but also how we act, you know? If you don't feel safe with money, you probably overspend when money comes your way. Go deep into your stories. Have a look at all of the experiences that you've had. What stories have you created as a result of those experiences? How have you then chosen to take those stories and repeat them over and over again until you've created a belief, a truth around that story? And then how is that truth playing out in your life? And if you want the experience that you are having in your life around money to change, it is the story that has to change first. Because once the story has changed, once the belief has changed, once the uh, self-image that you have of yourself as a result of that story or belief has changed, then your action will change. Like, believe me, seven years ago, I was not the sort of person that had an accountant. I was not the sort of person that had a financial advisor. And I was certainly not the sort of person who felt safe with money. But I have seen in myself, I've changed my stories, I've changed my belief, I've forgiven the past, I've healed what needs to be healed, and I have changed the self-image that I have of myself so that now I can be that person. And as a result, money comes to me easily, money comes to me in increasing abundance, money feels safe with me, I have fun with money, I spend money, I invest money, money knows what it's doing when it comes to me. And I have a really empowering relationship with money and I enjoy it. You know, money is such a phenomenal resource and it can do amazing things for us and in our lives. But we have to set the standard for that. It is not money that does that. It is us that does that. So I trust that has been useful. If it has, please let me know. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, comment below. If you are listening to this on the Unashamedly Human podcast, then go ahead, rate and review. Share me on all of your social medias. Make sure that you are tagging me. My Instagram handle is at unashamedlyemily. I love you all very much. Oh, and one more thing. Sign up to my Friday email list because it is the absolute tits. 
I talk about all sorts of wonderful and inspiring things. There's recommendations, there's podcasts that I love, books that I read, um, and just some bloody great affirmations and musings from my life. All right, thank you very much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, let me know. Share it to your socials and tag me. You can find me on Instagram at unashamedlyemily. And the full video version of this episode is on my YouTube channel, Emily Chadbourne. Remember to subscribe and join me live next week. All details are in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening.